0: And welcome to the Celebrate Melksham Cup podcast. I'm your host, Carl, and I'm joined by my co-host Tom. Hello. And today I'm joined by Jez and Clive from Melksham Stags. Hello. 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 Can you tell us a little bit about um, what you do in Melksham Stags and what what is Melksham Stags?
1: Do you want me to say this? You can, Jez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Melksham um, Stags is basically um, mixed ability rugby, which. It's quite misleading in, the, in its name, but it really does mean exactly that. Um, mixed Ability Rugby is for everyone. Um, we cater for old guys, young guys. Our youngest guy is 18, our oldest guy is 67. Um, we also cater for LD, which is Learning Difficulties, and SEN players, which is Special Educational Needs, um, including them in, in the environment and giving them a taste of what the rugby family can offer and the rugby family ethos.
0: Fantastic. Uh, and what's your role in it?
1: My role is um, I'm one of the leads, um, almost not one of the founders, but one of the, the group that sort of got Melsham Stags going. Um, Clive has obviously sat with me now. He's coming on to the um, to the team as a as a coach, doing his coaching badges, um, and hopefully taking on a coaching role within the Stags sort of setup. And how did you get involved in that,
0: Clive? How did that opportunity come for you?
1: Yeah, so I'm, I'm, as Jez says, primarily a
2: player uh, and build my coaching, so I've started to run a few sessions, which I'm really enjoying, and recently just been on a, a rugby football union course, the official England rugby course, which is great, and meeting coaches from all types of rugby clubs. How did I come on to it? Uh, so a year ago, I didn't know anything about Melkshoun Rugby Club, uh, never been there, didn't really know anyone in the area. And uh, I was uh, not in a great place, both mentally and physically, for a number of reasons, including lockdown, which I know affected a a lot of people, feeling quite lonely and isolated, I guess. And uh, I saw a poster in my local GPs for a programme called Move With Bath, which is run by the Bath Rugby Foundation. And Move With Bath is for uh, overweight gentlemen, such as myself... (laughs) That's your cue to say you're not now. (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, at the time uh, I was uh, fairly overweight and it was a 12-week programme starting in January around both fitness and nutrition. So run by a couple of the Bath Rugby coaches and a nutritionist from Wiltshire Council. And it was meeting every Monday from January in the Motion Rugby Club. And uh, I applied for it dwelled for a while is this really what I should do quite nervous and that and certainly I I walked in um, up the stairs to the rugby club thinking god I don't know anyone what's this going to be like and I just found a lot of really friendly people we're all in the same boat we want to be a bit healthier and get there so uh, I did that program for 12 weeks Um, but after the first week of we we learned about the nutrition on one side and then on the other side we went out and had 40 of exercise, realised I could barely run to actually where we were starting the exercise, let alone run around a pitch and really enjoyed the actual playing of rugby. I've, I've never been a committed rugby player, always been a committed rugby fan um, but never been able to play whole seasons, etc. And just a couple of the players said, look, we're, we've just set up a mixed ability Rugby team, why don't you come along? It's ideal for anyone wanting to get into rugby, or coming back from injury, or never played. Just come. That was it. I, I joined um, by sort of Easter. We played a couple of matches, gone to a tournament, and I've just had a fantastic year. Well, we're not even twelve months in, and it's just been really,
0: really, weird, really great fun. Well, well, you look healthy now. Yeah, earlier than never. (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
2: And uh, and I'll give them a plug because they're starting it again in January. I think probably if you search "move with Bath" on the Bath Rugby Foundation, um, they various rugby clubs, not just Melksham, but um, I believe they go to Wootton Bassett and other clubs as well. So yeah, it's a really good program and taught me quite a lot about how to look after yourself and. My friends and I say it just got better when I got involved in the mixed ability and played a bit competitively.
3: Well, it's it's you know, clear you've gone quite a journey. You know, if I could say, looking at you now, I would never known you were you were that unfit
2: all that time ago. So obviously done well.
1: I'm so I'm everywhere You're really red you are now. <laughs>
2: But yeah, no, it was good. Yeah. I mean, I, I think really is, um, and for most of us, varying weight loss happened. I lost about two stone over there. Oh, wow. Well, and and kept it off, which is the important thing. This isn't, this wasn't about a crash diet that you didn't. I've kept it off. But for me, it was what's was going on in my head. I mean, great. You know, I've got a good social group of friends now. But actually, coming along and nobody really caring. We're just there to play rugby and enjoy it and be fit. And, and sort of the fitness side was just fantastic. And um, let like I say, the next stage was, was the mixed ability.
0: So we've heard the phrase mixed ability thrown around quite a lot. Do you want to explain a bit further what mixed ability rugby
1: is? Yeah, um, mixed ability, again, um, is it, It's rugby that caters for everyone. Um, whether you're mentally disabled, physically disabled, or just in, in, in a bad place, whether you're unfit, whether you are fit, Um regardless of age, um, sexuality, it, it doesn't discriminate about anything. Um, what is great about what we do is, it's, again, it's fully inclusive. Um, we're just there, like Clyde touched on, it's just the enjoyment of rugby. It's allowing, it's giving people the format and the base to come and enjoy what rugby has to offer. Um, like I said, within our group, um, we have we have LD, we have SEND, we have... Older guys. One of the guys who's 67 never played rugby before. Decided to come down and play. He actually got our coaches player of the year last year at our end of season awards. Um, another guy who's 18. Um, on a personal level, um, he has developed himself confidence wise. Um, if I just allude to a little story that we spoke about earlier, he um, he come on. He's he had, he is autistic. Um, didn't want to. He, he couldn't get the bus to college. Um, obviously, uh, very anxious about it. We had a tournament down in Windsor. Um, we've we got the club got a mini bus, luckily, so we use that. He wanted to come on the mini bus with us, which obviously tells, tells his own tale. Um, ever since that day, he now gets. He's he's keen to get the bus to college. So I see that. Well, I'm very proud of the fact that we've helped him not only on the rugby pitch, but physically and emotionally off the pitch because yep, he, he's developed as an individual just by coming down, being involved in mixed ability, if you like. So, yeah, it, it makes us very proud to be part of that his journey, if you like. And we've got quite a few other stories about guys that have developed both, again, physically, emotionally um, and rugby-wise that, that have joined us. We like, Again, like Clive's... Um, Stay, we've only gone a year. We, we've started last November, I think November the 20th, so we are coming up to nearly a year. Um, and the strives that we, the steps that we have, have, have taken within that year, um, look at last night, we had 20 training on a Halloween when it was absolutely sheeting down with rain. Yeah. Um, to have those kind of numbers is, is, is unbelievable, really is. I mean,
3: um, this day and age... Uh, we have become a lot more accepting of different um, you know, of sexualities, of physical and mental health, of physical and mental disabilities, yeah. and things like this. I think really are paving the way to you know for it becoming more acceptable in in every single area, especially sport, because that sometimes can be a bit more difficult. I think to deal with these, especially Absolutely. physical disabilities and sexuality, I think pretty quite quite a difficult one in yeah, yeah in rugby and that kind of thing. Um, you see, we see we've gone from you know in the last year. What? how far do you plan the scale? You, you've already got almost two teams so to speak. Have you yeah. got any big plans for the next year, two years, three I th- years? I think
1: we're, we're very lucky in the fact that the group of, the management group they have, that obviously Clive's involved with um, there's sort of four to five of us in there which are yeah. old rugby players, new rugby players, but we've been around rugby a long time. I've been a part of the committee, I've been part of the Rugby Club for 30 years, in and out, I've been on the committee for 20 years, I've coached seniors i've coached juniors and stuff like that. so i i've got a good knowledge on what makes people happy and how rugby works um and it's having like-minded people on board to make things happen i can't do all this on my own clive can't do it on his own um i think we, at this point we've got to give a massive thank you to the Bath foundation who obviously got us running um and they've supported us um they normally hang around for about a year to offer support both um Sort of coaching courses and safeguarding and stuff like that, they were quite happy to leave us within twelve weeks, so that just gives you a testament to the kind of management team and the people we've got in place that are, that have got like I say that rugby now just to just to roll with it and, and, and take everything on our stride and we 're not rushing we're not trying we're not trying to win over the world. you know what I mean um, we're just taking each week as it comes we're making sure that the facilities. Um, at Melksham Ribble Club and the coaching and the environment because that's the biggest thing. If you've got guys with different needs, um, even able-bodied, send or LD, it's making all the other players aware of what those needs are and making sure they can be catered for. And I'll take my hat off to every single one of our stags. They have welcomed all the guys with with issues or red, red hats we call them because they're going to play with a red hat on. Um, mm-hmm. They have welcomed them all with open arms, and they're always there for praise on it, they? always there for help. Yeah, yeah. Do you agree with that, Clive?
2: Uh, yeah, and and I would say that for me, two things that, that certainly since I've started coaching, but I've always believed in since I've been part of this early this year is, um, it, enjoyment is the number one above all of this, but also safety. And every coaching session, every match we play, safety is always high on our priority. And and we just make sure everyone's included. We're quite uh, sympathetic with each other when we're playing. Um, And, you know, we have had a number of training sessions, matches, which do get competitive and a few tempers (laughs) get up and things like that. I've never heard a crossword. We, Mm -hmm. We don't. We're about encouraging each other. The results don't matter. We do want to win. We play to win in our <laughs> huddles before each match, and certainly against a certain club that I won't yeah, mention indeed. on yeah, the yeah. podcast. Yeah. And we maybe come on to that in a moment. We uh, we beat them after after three attempts previously and losing. It was quite a good feeling. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, it is about that. But above all, it's everyone comes here. They know it's a nice, safe environment, and you know we're not. When you see rugby on the telly, whether it's a premiership and that, and they are clattering each other at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, it's not that. If you came along to our training, it wouldn't be like that. You know what? Some of us do still
1: get stuck in a bit. <laughs> Fancy it a bit, yeah.
2: But if you don't want to, that's fine. You pop one of our red scrum caps on. Everyone knows you're a contact player. Uh, sorry non-contact, non-contact <laughs> yeah. I better get that right way around yeah. <laughs> um, yeah you put a red scrum hat on and you easily recognize and you know actually if I'm gonna go in and tackle this person I'm just gonna give them a, a tap rather than grab them around the legs and throw them to the floor so yeah
3: so, so that's what the red cap means then if you wear a red cap essentially you, you know, well what does it mean exactly for a bit of clarity for yeah, anyone else so listening
2: so, yeah, in in a, in a match environment, so we, as Jez says, we play matches about every four to five weeks. If you're wearing a, a red scrum cap, that means you're a non-contact player. And what we mean by that is you won't be uh, tackled at any kind of pace or whatever and, and taken to the floor. It means that if you're touched, so palm to
1: kind of your shoulders, whatever. shoulders yeah. torso,
2: whatever, then that, that ball needs to then be past, if you like, so you're, that's, that is the tackle okay. as such. And it works the other way around. So if I'm a, a contact player that will be tackling and somebody with a red scrum cap taps me, or touches me, that means I've been tackled. Mm-hmm. So that's the key bit with the red scrum caps. Okay, um, And it, it's quite e- easily distinguished. You know, I think the game will progress on with this. And what we have found is a number of our players that wear the red scrum craps, from whether they've had um, learning difficulties or, or physical difficulties or, or whatever, over the, the, the matches we've played, they're starting to either take the caps off because they actually don't mind being tackled or actually happy to go and maybe when they're tapped, touched, actually lie on the floor and pop the ball out ready for the next person. Which is okay, a real yeah. progress mm. on, and um I'm sure Jez will tell you about one of our guys who didn't like to get dirty, which is fair enough. That you know, it, it wasn't his thing. But after a, a few months of being with us, all of a sudden, the confidence came there, mm. and did become more of actually, this looks good fun. I want to get more involved. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I'd, I'd just end by saying we we don't want the red cap, uh, the red scrum caps, to be a kind of a bit of a stigma. I've got one of these on. It's not at all. Yeah, It's absolutely. really inclusive to do that. And and as I said, as just mentioned earlier, a number of our players at Wham are just people coming back from injuries um, that have got a bit of a bad knee or ankle or whatever, and it just means they're not getting clouted by someone.
0: Yeah. I think the fact that you're incorporating um, the red scrum caps into your logo as well really yeah. helps concrete how inclusive it is. Absolutely. Um, that even the over-branching logo... Um, it's significant for that, so anyone can wear it at any time depending on how they feel to play that day.
1: Absolutely. And if I just um sort of finish the story that, that the close side, the 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 young guy in in, um, in question he, he is an L D player, um but he came to us, um, didn't like getting dirty, always wore gloves, would not make would not make a tackle. If someone were to pass him the ball and it hit him on the arm he'd burst into tears. Now that's fine, and that if that's if if if, if that were if, if that if that was as far as it went, that's brilliant. We worked around it and encouraged and supported. Um, I'd done a, a tackling session. i um, will going back a couple of months now, and we actually progressed him so much that he was on his knees making tackles. So oh, he, wow. was, he was rolling around on the floor getting muddy. He was getting not at full pelt, obviously. Um, he was on his knees as people walking towards him. He was wrapping his arms around his legs and falling over. With the ball carrier now even the guys from the bath foundation because he's, he's quite well known within the foundation um they were amazed to to hear that and i'm um, it's again that's just another one of our stories of how we've helped people develop themselves confidence wise personality wise and again we all take great pride in that so.
0: yeah
1: and that's i mean that's
0: that's just two stories that you've been able to tell quite easily off the top of your yeah. Head. yeah we've got um, more so but it's probably loads yeah, yeah, yeah. Of them. Um, <laughs> So how did this come to be? How did you come up with the idea? How did it start rolling because it's never easy is it Starting up something like this
1: it was it was a, a not a chance email but i i've um I wanted to do this quite a few years ago um and I even went to the to the committee and said look i I want to open the club on a Saturday morning to invite l d guys down um and people with limited mobility, because we've got great facilities here. We've got a lift. the The clubhouse opens out onto the first team pitch, so um, if if there was carers or support workers, they could stay in the clubhouse, have a coffee, use that as a social event on a Saturday morning, um, and we can take the young players out, or however all they are, doesn't matter. Um, but unfortunately, at that time, my life, I couldn't commit to it. And I know, given that sort of LD and SEM players need structure. Last thing I want to do is set some up and then cancel because that's not fair on them. Um, so, going back last, um, let's say, last November, no, last August, sorry, um, Dan Hine from the Bath Foundation, he's um, one of the rugby leads, he, he contacted me. He said he was, they, were, they were asking about um, would we be interested in hosting a, like a mixed ability, starting a mixed ability team. Um, and I know he'd been to other clubs and they'd refused it, but I jumped on it, I absolutely jumped on it, within, within a week, we had a start date for training sessions, we had sponsors that wanted to get involved, um, and we, we really did hit the ground running, I think on our first training session, we had sort of 15 people, which was with something new, it's, that's unbelievable, and like I say now, we've, we've got a, a fixture next Friday, on the Remembrance um, Friday, the 11th, kicking off at half seven, what do you want someone to do you can come and watch um and we've got 29 players that want to play in our team obviously we can't play 29 but um we're playing the military vets we've got um we've got a bugler we're going to have a 2 minute silence that kind of stuff and to go within a year to go from having 12 to 15 to having 30 players it is it, unbelievable absolutely unbelievable
0: so recently you 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 said you want a match um can you go into more detail about Matches you won previously,
2: <laughs> yeah, sure. I probably worded that the wrong way. We've uh, yeah, we, we've won a few games and we've had a few, but if I give you a bit of uh, uh context about the sort of in our region, the, the teams that there are, so as uh, Jez mentioned earlier, Bath Rugby Foundation approached Jez about setting up in Melksham. They've already got uh, Walcott set up, Walcott Warriors. Uh, there's a team in Yeovil, um, slightly further afield, there's Worcester stern, there's Longlevens at Gloucester and we've played in a, a few matches so our first ever game was here uh, at home to the Walcott Warriors and that's when we learnt how this game could be played after they beat us quite handsomely of course yeah. um, as I said earlier the result doesn't really matter does it? <laughs> but if I tell you about when we beat them recently um, <laughs> no so, um, so we've played Walcott a, a few times and uh, yeah a couple of weeks ago we, we had a good game against them on a Saturday and you know good fundraiser it was and um, just in a brilliant spirit and, and it was nice nice to beat them I will admit um, but yeah we've, we've gone to Windsor we've played against uh, various teams from th- that area there uh, from Surrey, uh, Surrey area um, I think one of the Gloucester teams came down there as well uh, Walcott host an annual um, game which we went to a, a tournament so we've Played at that, uh, we've been up to Coleran and played, and uh, yeah, next oh, week that was it's a military vets. That was a um, one mixed ability game we played there, sort of first. We team. played their, their, yeah a, yeah, sort of like their first. Team. And so what what we find though is there are quite a few in in the world mixed ability. To, I mean, I'm still plugging going down to Argentina. I think <laughs> that would be fantastic <laughs> stakes and playing mixed ability rugby. There's a World Cup. The, the World Cup was in Ireland earlier this year. So teams from all over. Uh, There's quite a few teams in in South Wales, as you imagine, big big rugby country, of course. Uh, They have got quite a few mixed-ability teams which we can
1: arrange games with. We've um, Um, we've got one, haven't we? We're going over to Port Talbot on the 23rd of February, which is when it's in the Six Nations, and England are playing Wales. So that's going to be colourful. Yeah, Yeah.
2: so that'll be fun. uh, But... uh, um, team manager that organised all these fixtures. <laughs> um, I particularly wouldn't want that job, but he does a fantastic job of it. What we find is that there may not be enough mixability teams. For example, Cologne and the military vets aren't mixability, but they're vets. So again, their players will have the opportunity. Do you know what? I might have a bit of a niggle. I'm going to put a red cap on and yeah. play against yeah. us. And, and there's that there. So um, yeah, it's all all really good. And it is a good point about going over to Wales and, and yeah, I'm sure it'll be fun in the bar afterwards. Mm. <laughs> that yeah. we are a social, just because we're mixed ability and we've got people with various um, difficulties, learned learning disabilities, whatever, doesn't mean we all don't mind having a drink and that it's after a game. Much, yeah. It's still there. We're still a rugby club and we are part of Melton Rugby Club, the, the wider club. So um, there is still quite a good social side to it, yeah. which is great
0: but this is how we're going to put Melksham on the map then. Well, yeah. and,
1: uh, I agree. And just touching on what Clyde said there, for me, as, as one, of the, sort of one of the leads, to see those 30 guys next Friday, those 30 guys would not be playing rugby unless we were doing what we do. So on a, on a personal level for me, it, I am really proud of what we've achieved in a year. Um, from a club level, that's 30 members that they didn't have given COVID, given the lockdowns and the financial implications. That's 30 members that Melchoran Rugby Club, new members that have got, that have been introduced to rugby. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's all positive. And, and I, I would recommend anyone, regardless of age, colour, creed, disability, to come down. Um, we train on a Monday night at quarter to seven till eight o'clock. That's it. But one of my prerequisites to us training is the bar is open afterwards. So we all come up here for a beer. And that's, that's how you get to know people. Yeah. That's the soap. It's not about going out and having 10 pints. We all stay for a beer or two. And you're making connections. Uh, we had a guy turn up last week. He's actually a PE teacher at Yoke. Okay. And he's, he's coming down. We, we've got a fixture on the 26th of November. We're going down to Wimbledon, which one of our LD players, his dad, is part of the committee at Wimbledon Rugby Club. So we are going down. We're taking, to, I think it's 25 of us down. 12 of us are staying overnight in a local Premier Inn. We're going to go down and play a mixed-ability game in the morning. We're going to watch Wimbledon's first team play their game. Then it's England-South Africa, We're going to stay in their clubhouse to watch the England game. And then we're all, we've are all booked a meal. All of us are going for a meal. Fantastic. So, and there is, there is a few LD guys coming. So, again, it's keeping them involved and letting them know what, what rugby is all about, the ethos of it and the, the togetherness. It
0: sounds like there's been a real, confidence boost in in your players because to go from some people not wanting to play at all or being scared of what the contact might bring to winning games that absolutely that's a massive
1: achievement and
0: yeah where where do you think all that success has come from over the last
1: year just under a year i, I think it's good the environment it's i think we've we, we created an environment where Nobody shouts at each other. It's all about having fun. If somebody drops a ball, it doesn't matter. If you lose five tries to three, it doesn't matter. We're all ultimately there to help each other. And on a personal note, because uh, for me, on we've got the LD guys, and it's certainly I've developed as an individual on how to deal in situations that, uh, that involve LD and send. whereas before, might be wrong saying it, but if you're in Sainsbury's, you would go down the next aisle. If there was a guy with Send or LD that was maybe coming off baseline or was creating a bit of a bit of aggro, you would have walked past them. Now, I'm so confident going up. How are you obviously assessing the situation? But I've got no issues now with, with, with dealing with, with any, any kind of given situation. And that's how that's how it's developed me. And I'm sure you'd probably agree, Clive, wouldn't you?
2: Yeah, I, I to- totally agree. I've, I've, I've learned a lot. Mm. Um, not just, learned a lot almost, I don't know what the word would be, almost socially. I've learned a hell of a lot about rugby and the kind of how we play it and the fitness levels and things like that. But yeah, just the other side of just yeah, being a good person, it, it really Absolutely. has helped. And, and it's rubbed off, and we've seen some of our other players develop as well. Mm. You know, this isn't, you know, when we say we've got a coaching team, we could probably give it to 10 people. To run mm. one of our sessions, and they would run it quite comfortably, you yeah, know, as long as they're being safe around it. So,
0: so one of uh, um, one of the things I can imagine people listening will be asking is, how do they get involved? What, where do they start with it? What, what, how can you tailor for their their needs? How how do they begin that process if they really want to get involved? Just come down.
1: Um, what we do, um, our manager will take details. If if they are send ld or anything like that they'll have support workers um which we'll take details of um so obviously we know if there's any meds involved what um any statements or any diagnosis so we've got a rough idea of triggers loud noises too many people shouting, bright lights colors and stuff like that um so that we've got a little bit of a background on that individual um and then we kind of just let things roll don't we we've got things in place safeguarding things in place and we've got great facilities here and we give them the ball. Just go and play. There's, you can't put too much structure in unless they need structure. But it's unusual because we're out, we've are we got a massive area. We're floodlit. Um, and we just kind of, I don't know it sounds, it's Brian Ashton coaching. Here's the ball, go play. And that, that's basically what we do, isn't it?
2: Yeah, and you, you don't <coughs> need much. I'd suggest you need a pair of boots. Yeah, uh, Particularly yeah. where it's got money out weather, there. Because yeah. we have had people turn up for their first... Um, oh, sessions wellies in on. wellies yeah. or trainers yeah. and they're <laughs> slipping away. Yeah. So me with my safety hat on, I'm saying, right, <laughs> yeah. get some get boots. Some boots yeah. That's all you need. You don't need a gum shield if you're not going to get involved in the full tackling and, and that. But just come down enjoy it. And coming back to what Jez said, we, we were in one game and it had been quite a physical game. We were really blowing breathing hard and we looked around and and I think it might be Jez at the time we're in a huddle he looked around and said everyone has got a smile on their face it didn't Mm. matter Mm. we were (laughs) getting thumped. I think this is probably in our first game and it just didn't matter because we were just enjoying it I mean I honestly didn't think at 49 years old I'd be able to play a full match of rugby um and be running right Mm. the way through it I'm not going to Comment on what my skills were like <laughs> in that game, or and how I still like, am yeah. all still like. Uh, yeah, but it just didn't matter. I was yeah. out there, and, and it was great. And there are actually people watching. I mean, Absolutely. what's it's, this? Yeah. People are watching me. Yeah, you know, where did that come from?
1: We, on our, on just recalling that first game we had. Um, again, we played um, Walcott on our first first ever game. Yeah, we got beaten, but physically and 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 mentally, we learned so much. But the support that we had from the local community, from the rugby club, from from even the senior sides, the lady sides, they were two, three deep at the um, all down both sidelines, and the clubhouse was full. For me, th- this mixed ability is filling a niche which has needed to be filled for a very, very long time, and long, long may it continue. And the more players we get, the, the stronger we'll be. Um, goals rise. Oh, we could. Maybe in a few years' time, we look at either doing a youth section, mixed ability, or even a ladies' section. Because at the moment, are a few states that we can't include. You can't play ladies and men together. Yeah. Um, not in contact. You can touch, but not a contact game. Um, but that's something. Like I say, that's something we can look at in the future. But we've been o- absolutely overwhelmed with the support, the sponsorship, and the help from the club as well. The committee. Obviously I've, I've been here a long time so if I go to the committee and say I want this, this and this they say what you're asking for just go and do it. So to have that kind of support we wouldn't be able to do what we do without it would we? No, not so. at all. It, I, I just think
2: the support has been great and everyone's dug in even amongst the players. I think we've all kind of dug in to make it a success. Mm, and absolutely. I, I, I do agree with you as the numbers have grown we just want to keep people and, and I look back at the pictures that um, sort of we, we played Windsor at Easter and there's a photo of us in front of yeah, our Windsor, Windsor Castle. Castle. Yeah, Fantastic. I think half of the team we haven't seen for a while but mm. then we've got more than that that have joined since and I'm sure those guys have come back because it is about, and we have mentioned it a few times, balancing everything and actually family commitments people have got. You can't play every week. You know, for me, um, I mean... One of my highlights has been my son's now playing under tens, and hopefully, I'm going to get involved in the coaching of that on the, on a Sunday with him. And he didn't really have an interest in rugby, so I started getting involved in this. He'd fallen out of love with football. Loves his golf. That's another story. <laughs> <laughs> um, but now he plays, and it, and and again, I, I I don't actually live in Melksham Don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not. Uh, <laughs> but he he did he didn't want to play for Caution, where we're from, even though that's his. Hometown, it's where he goes to school. Yeah. Now I want to play a motion, with him, like daddy, and uh, that's brilliant. Melt with
3: my heart. <laughs> I really, it is taking, taking the stigma away from, from all these groups that do tend to. I think we're all guilty of subconsciously kind of alienating them to a oh, certain extent. It's like you said in the supermarket. Yeah. Most people wouldn't like to admit it, but I'm, I'm positive that every single one of us unconsciously has
1: stepped to a side. Stepped to the side. I think it's human nature, aisle. isn't it? If, if you don't understand it, it you're going to walk away from it. Yeah, of course. I think that's oh, there, there's there's no shame in that, that's not wrong. No. But what we what we've done is we've educated ourselves and lowered our barriers, if you like, to ex- to be more accepting of other people's situations. Yeah, and it's great
3: you, you don't you don't have categories. No. That's what what is you, you have the lines, you don't have categories. No where this lot is gonna be for x one this one, you know, today we're doing this disability, today we're doing this disability, is everyone's all mucking in. And that it's really important that we, we normalise so much more these days. Absolutely. And you guys are, are really heading heading towards that. And, you know, talking about the community of here, Um, from what I've lived in Melksham my whole life, the rugby club has always been a big part of Melksham. Yeah, you know, yeah. But back from when it was in the town centre. Absolutely. To even to when it is now, that was the whole community of the rugby club was a massive thing in Melksham. Everyone knows about it. Everyone knows you're a whole entire family here. Yeah, yeah. We know everyone's welcome. And it's good to see that has continued and you're kind of extending your arms out to... Even more people, isn't They're always welcome. You're making yeah. more of an effort to really get them in.
1: With, yeah, you said it. Said it earlier. It's putting Melsham on the map because, yeah. like I say, we've got a really good social media guy. Who those that follow us on on Facebook probably get bored of the posts, but it's it's positive reinforcement. It's product placement, and it's it's just getting us out there. The more players we get, and, and again, that's another thing we haven't spoke about. Clive is now his now his son is now playing for Melsham, so he could well be through the mixability. Clive's son could be the next first team captain in ten years' time. Yeah, and I oh know there's quite a few others. <coughs> excuse me, um, within the mixed ability that children are playing. So we're not just we're not just feeding the the, the senior section. We're feeding the, the junior section as well. So it's it's a triple quadruple whammy. So we know we, you have some older people in your team. Is there um, an age
3: limit? And is there um, how old have you got to be to actually join? Because I'm guessing you couldn't have. Five-year-olds. Yeah, we don't have through
1: safeguarding because obviously, as soon as you get kids involved, that's another safeguarding issue yeah, together. Um, so eighteen and above. Yeah, that's it. Um, and there's no age limit. No age limit. There's no size limit. There's there's there is the only limit is your own imagination, your own confidence, and if you join us, we'll get you confident. Mm-hmm. So it's um. Yeah, yeah. I was going to um
2: kind of give a put a bit of context in to what. Um, we were saying earlier and give an example of how we have all adapted. So certainly one of our um, LD guys. Everyone wants to encourage him, so it's cheering him on as he's running through. And right, come to me, come to me, whatever it might be. But what what was picked up quite early is you just need one voice saying that. And as much as everyone was excited and was saying right, you know, yeah, keep going for. When you've got really confused. Really mm. probably, and, and you kind of probably got a view inside his head was all these people, as much as they're encouraging, it's confusing me. So we got quite used to actually when this person, person A, yeah. yeah, when he's right, it's one voice. So one voice on that team is right, come to me, come to me, okay, touch, pop the ball down, or pass the ball, whatever it is. So we learnt that quite quickly. And then what that happened was when we played other teams with players of a similar ability, we knew that as well. So when they were coming to, we didn't all shout and scream. And even though you think you're doing the right thing, you're not. Um, So that's in both a match and training environment. And it's worth saying as well, coming back to your point around we don't discriminate or anything like that, I don't think that's the right word, but we don't. The training sessions we do, we have a bit of a fun warm-up and then we have a few, maybe like, I don't want to use the word drills, even. I don't think that's the right word. Almost te- like a te- skills, zone. Technical exercise. Like, yeah, yeah, technical Like a skill zone, I think it's probably the official word we should yeah. use. And then we have a little game at the end, like a little match at the end. But it doesn't matter about your ability or disability or wherever you're from. It's the same skill you're learning in the same way. But we'll just adapt it a bit. So we wouldn't expect someone with a red capped unless he runs straight into one of our tackle bags with someone holding it. We might adapt that slightly, so yeah. they just go up and touch it, or yeah. whatever it might be. And I think that's where the mixability just works so well. And uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, and you, you've said about your,
3: you, know, you two, you both, you know, you, you've grown and you've learned how to adapt to these, you know, to these situations, and to any kind of player. And that's be quite good for the players themselves because they must see what you guys are doing and see what other players are doing, and they're learning things Absolutely. all the time and they're learning to adapt. We, it's, it's not everyone there isn't. Hasn't got a learning disability. Some do, some don't. But everyone's learning off each other, and it's got to be really good social skill for some people.
2: I think it has, and you know, we 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 don't know what people have got. Mm. I don't yeah, think a lot of the people knew either. things yeah. that were going on in my head earlier this year. <laughs> no. Or now, um, yeah. so now we yeah, <laughs> nobody really knows. But you don't know. But what it mm. gives you is that moment once a week, or if you have got a match like at the weekend, or even playing a match where that's all you're going to concentrate on for an hour. Yeah. And for people that have got either really hectic jobs and come along or problems at home or whatever yeah. it might be, it gets them away from that. Yeah. And, you know, just to, just to enjoy something. And then just like I say, have a beer afterwards. A yeah. uh, soft drink are available as well.
0: Okay. <laughs> so you said people can just come along. Yeah. Um, just remind people what days.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, play um play. we train on Monday nights under a floodlight. So obviously light's not an issue. Um, Monday nights, six forty-five till eight. That's it. Um, like I said earlier, some boots. Um, ideally, some sportswear if you've got it. Joggers. Um, don't wear jewellery because obviously, it's if we do end up going over it, and you don't want to lose it on the mud. Yeah. Um, if if you've got a support worker or carers, they get free teas and coffees while we're out training. Um, and like I said before, you can the, the carers or support workers can see through the glass anyway. So if there's any potential issues. Um, that can be addressed straight away. And and the, the match is, a little, like we said, um, actually four to five weeks apart. So there's not that physical or um, that, that buy-in. So if you are injured or whatever, you can still come down and train, you knowing that you haven't got a game for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. And if, if people want to
0: find out more information before coming along, I take it they can contact you on Facebook? Yeah, we're on
1: Facebook. Um, I'm not sure if we've got Twitter. Facebook is our um, main... Instagram. Yeah, we've got Messenger. There's a few of us that run... The messenger side of Facebook um, but we're we're plugging all the time and obviously using using this kind of um, media platform just to try and try and get are we looking at recruiting players we're always looking at recruiting players whether it's ex-retired um, military vets whether it's guys that have been sat on the sofa for two years and they just want to have a come and have a run around um, or if if, if if you're a carer and you've got support worker and you think one of your clients might want to join it, join in on a Monday night it it is literally for anyone
0: fantastic
1: and just a question i would
0: like to end on um if you uh, both of you that is if if either of you could um see something different in melksham or something developed upon what would it be just to put you on the spot anything in melksham that's a broad question <laughs> very broad question I look at me um, you are not from around here <laughs> not
1: from around the woods are you yeah. um, <laughs> um, um I would say, if you're, what well, anything. 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 I would like to see cinema and bowling alley, so we ain't going to go too far. Fair enough. So Fair I enough. think there's something that, or something that people can go and use. Obviously, we've got a new campus now. Um, but, yeah, something that something that will generate interest within the town. I think that's, a, that's a amazing. Sorry? Bring a bit of footfall in. Yeah, absolutely. Bring people to Melksham, because there isn't anything... In, unless you come into Mixed Ability obviously there's nothing to do in Melksham, let's, let's give the guys for something to do.
0: Fantastic well this has been the Celebrate Melksham podcast, um, thank you very much um, Jez and Clive from Melksham Stags thank you, it's been um, an honour it's been great to hear more about the Mixed Ability Rugby um, I've been your host Carl, thank you to my co-host Tom, yeah thank you very much and we will see you next time Ta-da. <laughs> Bye 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 EEEEEEEEEEEEEEEEE <laughs> <laughs>